he hasn't produced. Work and wait. Come kick it in the break room. And here we go. All right. Locked and loaded. Another episode. Tommy, Rex, and Sam are all here. Rex, how are you? Just been grinding out all these college basketball streams, so good to talk about other sports and get off the hardwood for a little bit, even though we'll get into that later. <laughs> I was say we're going to get into it right away, so hope you aren't uh, too annoyed with it. Uh, Sam, how are you, my friend? Doing all right. Uh, yesterday was a nice sports day. Like You had kind of had fall spring coming back in Indy, had the windows open, golf on, like betting on college basketball games left and right. And then I even got out for a round of golf this morning. So, oh, look at you! Yeah, look at you. Yeah. How'd it go? Uh, I was twelve. I was plus twelve through fifteen, and then I was plus thirteen on the last three holes. Okay, so this was going to be my surprise troll hole, but um, I feel like if you're plus double digits, you just say the number score. Okay. Well, like. I mean, <laughs> I guess I was. Like, am I, I, was am on... I wrong? Am I wrong? No, no, no. I was just. I was just like. I was using an app to like keep my score and that's how I kept it. So I was like, so I would have, I was on pace for an 82. Ooh. If I break a hundred with less than five mulligans, it's a great day for Rex on the golf course. I'm just an energy guy. So so let me take this back. Let me take, let me walk this back. I thought you were uh, plus 12 on your nine, not for the round. So no, no, I, through I'm 15 a, holes, I was plus 12. Oh, if you're shooting then, better, if you're shooting better than bogey golf, you can, you can use the plus. So I'll, I'll walk that back. Well, I, I mean, like, that's just, I just saw the number on like the app. So that's why I was using it. And then I shot nine, nine, seven coming in and it was the biggest collapse. And I, oh, it was absolutely devastating. That's tough. Was it the. Was it the cigars? Was it the alcohols? Or did you just go no, mental wasn't even midget that. Jordan was, was Spieth it, on the oh, back? It was, it was mental midget. <laughs> like, we were in a close match. Me and the two other guys I was playing with, I had, like, a one-shot lead, and I just fell apart. Were you duffing balls? Was it penalties? I what, couldn't like, get what? the ball off the fucking ground. It was oh. unbelievable. <laughs> I had what the a hips, nightmare. And it was – it wouldn't stop. And, like, the way I am whenever I play bad or start playing bad, like, I'm not – mentally strong enough to like just forget about the last shot and i like try to get it all back in one shot and you're soft soft oh yeah i'm mental mission on the golf course (laughs) well that's jordan spieth that's jordan spieth on the exploding levels yeah (laughs) all right well well rex i said we weren't going to get too far away from it a huge week of college basketball ahead and an awesome weekend of college basketball what jumped off the page to you being our college basketball guy uh, from from the action this weekend? The bubble. Everyone loves talking about bubble. So ESPN used to do bubble bursters as like a segment in a TV show. One, I don't know why they ever got rid of that because that was just electric because there's nothing better than talking about the potentiality. In college football, you get so much buzz because you get like six teams to talk about. In college basketball, you can make a case for almost everyone. You see ones dropping out in conference tourney. But from Sunday, the craziest thing I saw was that buzzer beater where Houston took down Memphis, really saved the bubble for a bunch of teams because Memphis was trying to make it interesting. But that half-court buzzer beater, it's March, baby. We've seen some buzzer beaters already, but that one was one of the prayers. 
I'll get into my thoughts on that game later in the show in a particular segment where we make <laughs> fun of ourselves. I could I could probably join that because I was on the golf course. So I was not on the golf course. You want me to get into it now? Because that way I only have one. Yeah, just get into it now. So I'm watching that game. I got it all teed up. I, I'm I'm so I'm at the gym. I'm riding the bike. I got that thing dead center ahead of me. I got that dead center ahead of me. I got college softball on the phone. I'm feeling really good on the bike. I'm seven miles into my bike ride. I'm feeling great. And I, I'm watching Memphis just chip away, hang in the fight. It gets to be less than a minute left. And I, I see there's like 55 seconds. I'm like, okay, I got to lock in on this Memphis game. because This is getting down to the wire here. Nope. Big stooge me starts watching an inning of college softball. I look up, there's nine and a half seconds left and, and Memphis is taking a timeout. And I'm like, oh man, good thing I didn't miss. Didn't good thing I didn't miss the, the, the last possession here. That, that would have really sucked. Sure as shit. I look down again. I missed the shot to tie it. They go to commercial. I'm like, okay, well, there's 1.5. I'll still, or I'm sorry, there's yeah, there's 1.5. I'll still see um Houston get the ball back out of the timeout. I look down. I, I think I was looking at somebody else. On the on a machine or something, and mm. I look up and Houston is celebrating the win, and I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me!" There was not one but two clutch shots in the last ten seconds, and I missed them both. That is the ultimate. Put a quarter in your ass. You played yourself. Yeah, I. You got to be like you got to be in March. You're not in March form yet because you got to know. You got to know like whenever there's that one or like one point nine left or however much is was left on the game you can't just look you have to just keep fixated on the screen yep I'm, just, and, I'm not in, i'm not in march form you're 100 right you hit the nail on the head yeah i'm like like all right but in my defense okay you can't put three college basketball games Ali frazier and college softball in front of me and expect me to lock in on anything it's first week of march we'll get you in the form Oh, you just yeah. you're just nap brain going all over the place. But uh, one of the different experiences I had this weekend from betting college basketball is the UCLA USC game. I thankfully took UCLA plus three. Was so close to taking that money line, and you bet you root for the team you bet for for 39 minutes and 59 seconds, and then USC has the ball left with 1.2 seconds left, and you're just like, just shoot the three. No twos, please. Just pray the three goes in. No, I don't care if you make it. I'm holding the plus three. Just don't hit a two. And then he swishes in a three. I'm celebrating even though I have a UCLA ticket, and that's just because that plus three comes in. So there's nothing like it in sports where you root for the team the entire game except for the final second. You root for the number, not the team. There you go. Yeah. I had a good I had a good uh gambling weekend for college basketball. I tailed Look Rexy. At you. I tailed Rexy on some. I threw in some of my own. All the ones I tailed Rex on we cashed. I thought I was gonna mush them. We were texting back and forth. I kept saying I'm gonna mush them. Um but yeah, I think I finished like seven and two on the day and I got greedy on like the VCU Davidson game because it was a football score at halftime. It was like twenty-four to seventeen at half of that game and mm -hmm. I, I i just live bet the under because it was 104 and a half and i was like oh there's no way this is gonna hit and they just started raining in threes and i was like oh that's why you don't get greedy just take your winnings and go to the bank just 
Cash out. You lost by two. It's not even like you got it blown out. That ended at 106 because once I saw that come through. No, it, it ended at 106? Yeah. I turned it off with like five minutes to go in the game. Or is it, it one six? Or is it one sixteen? And my math is just that bad. But I know it didn't get blown out of the water. So when I saw that, so when I I saw that come out, yeah, I turned it off with like four minutes to go, and it was at like one oh five. So now I'm mad because I, I, I just I don't take unders in college basketball, and there's a reason for it. Because watching all those threes go in, I should have just been like, oh yeah, this is awesome. They're actually getting some offense going, and then I was just watching my money slip out of my fingertips. I mean, you hit the nail on the head right there. Just don't bet college basketball unders. There's so many bad things. The fouling, there's nothing more infuriating. And the feeling of you sitting on your couch or at the bar so where your hands are just in your head because the team's down eight. They're fouling with a minute 15 left. You have 20 and change, and you're just like, nope, dead, more than dead. Or even worse, you get the over-aggressive senior with 13 seconds left when you're down by nine. Like, you're not making that up, pal. Like, <laughs> uh, the prayers that go in. But we had some pretty good games with Illinois knocking off Ohio State. Sorry, Tommy. Your team's skidding. Got the Dude. five seed. Illinois got up with the two seed. Io uh, looking fresh in the black mask. Um, played extremely well in this first game back, so – it's almost like a blessing in disguise that their top player got hurt because it gave all the younger guys and like rotation guys that confidence that we won three games without him. He comes back. We go to Ohio State, ruin their senior night, get a good win there, roll into Indy at Lucas Oil on a hot note. Let's see if Illinois can make some noise because they're going to be a dangerous one seed. Crazy to say. I live in Indy and I didn't know that it was in Lucas Oil. I just automatically thought it was at Becker's life. I, like I think it's a fair Lucas assumption. Oil. Yeah, I feel like well, normally whenever it's in Indy, it's in Banker's Life. But if they played in Lucas Oil, more power to them. I mean, just get more people in there. Because yeah, I think they can get eight k in Lucas Oil since it's a football stadium. Yeah, that would make yeah. sense. Right, just prep mentioned- it for prep it for March the term too. So yep, you mentioned Iowa. They are a team that. I don't know down the stretch how effective they can be. They beat Wisconsin today. Garza seems like it's he, he, he strikes me as a guy that is going to dominate the Big Ten. But when he comes to when it comes tournament time and you play all these other teams that can spread it a little more, I don't know how well he's going to seem. How do you guys see Iowa going into the tourney? I'll, I'll say I think they're one of the teams that like any given night they could lose because I feel like aside from Garza, they have to be reigning in threes because that I feel like that's what they kind of try to do is surround them with shooters and any given night, especially in the tournament, if you're off, you're going to get beat. So, I mean, Garza's one of the best players in the country, but he needs other people around him to step up if they want to actually try to make a run in the tournament. Yeah. They've won seven out of their last eight. And I heard Garza go on a pod and just said the team's finally bought into defense. So I'm glad you guys finally bought into defense come February and March. Maybe yeah, you get hot that. at the right time. Uh, th- don't just try in all the other games. But when you play Gonzaga, you're not going to play defense very well there. But they seem to be a team that is getting hot at the right time. And defense is all just about effort. So I don't know what happened in the locker room. 
They're a bunch of guys that are seniors and juniors, so maybe they finally are just buying in. But Sam nailed it where Garza, he can get his own. But when Wisenkamp, Bohannon, and Fedrick are just duds and getting less than 10, Iowa's going to be a first-round exit potentially because that defense isn't going to stay this whole time, in my opinion. Agreed 100%. I'm really, really interested to see how it shakes out with them. Uh, Michigan, they also fall this weekend. Do you guys see them still as a number one seed as we move through going into the Big Ten tournament? Yeah, so they got the number one in their conference tourney. I think tinfoil hat wrecks coming here. I don't think Michigan and Michigan State ever do anything nice for each other. I think the Big Ten twisted Michigan's arm and just said, hey, we can get Michigan State into the dance, get them off the bubble if you guys lose today. And Michigan State ended up being Michigan. So a way to solidify eight teams from the Big Ten in there. I still think Michigan is still one seed, but Eli Brooks got hurt today. And if he has a long-term injury, I don't like their chances long-term. Yeah, I still see him as a one seed. I mean, I think they'd have to probably lose first round for it to get into, like, real question or question mark mode. So, I mean, they won the Big Ten outright. If you win the best conference conference in the country, you should probably be rewarded with a one seed. It's fair enough. I'm with you guys. Do there. we think have any concerns about it's not rookie it's Juwan Howard's second year, but he didn't get a tournament last year. First year coach, first year head coach. Do we think he fizzles out early because he's a newbie? Because he might draw Matt Painter in the semifinals where he's been there through in and through. So that's, I think, going to be a good test to see where John Howard's at. Uh, I'm kind of hard pressed here because. Anytime you can put the, the the dangle the carrot of a Michigan loss in front of me, I'm gonna bite it and just assume. <laughs> like, like God, if I was a fish and you could just put a Michigan L on a hook, and and boy, you'd have me in the boat every time. Um, <laughs> but so, so I'm probably not the guy to ask there, Sam. How do you see it? Uh, I mean, I can see it. I, it's hard, especially in college basketball. The coaching is definitely important, but. In the end, you have you're relying on dumb fucking college kids to make the right decision. <laughs> so, and, I mean, wrong. they got they got they got some older talent on the team, but it's, I think it'll be more interesting next year when they bring in the recruiting class and have to like refill the cupboard. But uh, this year, I I think they have the experience to where you may not see some of the dumb young young or underclassmen mistakes. But Matt Painter is just like. He, he just consistently wins and like, I don't it's point there's like living in Indiana. It, it feels like it's been an eternity since IU has beat Purdue. And yeah, there's been eight straight wins for Purdue. Yeah. I mean, my mom's probably like rolling over right now just like sick to her stomach because she like Purdue's her number one hated team. So, I mean, Well, I, I guess I never realized how – I guess basketball makes sense that that's a pretty intense rivalry. But I never realized how intense Indiana-Purdue is. Well, Indiana is just like basketball state. Yeah. Hoosiers, Hoosiers I, was made for a reason. Like I've been to legit college basketball game or high school basketball games with 10,000 people in the stands. And it's electric. And Purdue and Indiana are kind of just that – with 
bigger stadiums. Yeah. And now that you actually get both schools kind of get keeping in-state talent there, it's just making it even more uh, electric. And But I, like I said, IU hasn't won in four years. I don't think Archie's ever beat them. And if, you, if you're at IU, who used to be a national powerhouse, and now you can't even beat your in-state rival, like that's – He's he's got to be one of on one of the hottest seats in college basketball at this point. He's gone. He's gone yeah. in my opinion, a hundred percent. Especially they fly out to Rutgers in the first round. I think his tickets already punched there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's bad enough whenever like you're losing all your in-state talent and you're supposed to be the top dog, but not beating your supposed little brother. And you're just not even in national conversations anymore. Like the most relevant you are is if you're going to make, like get on the bubble. It's, it's not a good look. I, I thought they were going to throw it all at uh, Billy Donovan, or I thought they should have like whenever he got let go out of Oklahoma city, I don't know if he would ever want to return to college, but that would have been a dream marriage in my opinion. I could see it. And I, I'm hearing some. I'm hearing some IU basketball fandom from you. Well, I mean, my mom was a cheerleader there. We've covered that, so like I, I've grown up with it in me, and so I'm not. Who among us hasn't? I'm not all out. Like LSU is definitely number one, but if I had a second team, it'd be IU because I would probably have been kicked out of the house had <laughs> I just not taken, not not jumped on the bandwagon. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so, so, so you guys have us in here, Duke UNC, UNC hype. I saw us on Twitter. I saw us on the, in the dock. I didn't see the Duke UNC hype from the four letter network that everybody's referring to. Can somebody walk me through this? I didn't, I straight up didn't see it. It's the same commercial. They always run for the game. Like the two storied programs going at it, Duke, North Carolina. And then you look at Duke and North Carolina, and they're both like 500 or worse. So, and it's a Rex said it last night, but it's impossible for Jay Billis to say anything negative about Duke. And the fact that they just let him continue to call the game, it's unbelievable. So bad. Yeah. If I'm a UNC fan, especially if it's that story of a rivalry, you at least have to get one UNC guy in the booth to counteract them because you got plenty of guys to choose from. You have guys at your network that could do it. But just hearing the one side bias the entire time is terrible. But I was kind of actually hyped. The first meeting was just dog trash, but I nailed both of them because I backed UNC in both. Because yesterday it was just the best storyline where UNC can knock Duke out of the tournament without having to play him in March. That loss yesterday just solidified Duke is donezo unless they make the ACC finals. So that's kind of where I was so hyped for that game, and it just was awesome, especially because me and Sam had UNC tickets, but they just buried them the entire, from the start, never in doubt. UNC just put it the foot on the pedal. No UNC fandom in me other than that two hours, but it's nice to see when you get to knock out your, your like biggest rival in the, uh, before the tourney even starts. How do we feel about Duke missing the tournament? Expected to miss the tournament this year. Love it. Yeah, I mean, 
it's cool to see them miss it. I'm just more for I want the best teams in there, and Duke is nowhere sniffing the best teams in there. They're not even sniffing a good team this season. They're a 500 team for a reason. They lost non-con games for a reason. They're just not a team that deserves to be in March. So you could fucking say Mississippi Valley State deserves to be in there more than Duke with, if not this year, but just in general with record-wise, I'm always going to take the better team rather than name brand. Fair enough. And I'm with Sam. Get them out. Give me some new teams. Also, uh, Jay Billis has to be the most pretentious announcer in all sports. Oh, he's a lawyer. Say. He's a lawyer. He picks those words carefully. Don't paraphrase me. I choose my words carefully. I got to go to work. But he's also never seen a play that, like, he's impressed with. He's he just he's never overly impressed with anything, and he he's always talk like whenever he talks, he just sounds like he's talking down to you. And I feel like if he's that's your, fair. Pri- actually, if I he's your prime time commentator, like your main guy on ESPN, like that, you can't. I feel Would like you rather shouldn't. have him or Dicky V, baby. Oh fuck that! Or Dockage. That's mm. like their three. Then they have Bill Walton as number four. They just have the most games and the worst color commentators. Don't uh, even get me started on because that fucking asshole on his witch hunt. Go ahead if you want. No, to. I, I'm I I've spent too much time on Twitter complaining about it, but like that, I was actually mad online about that. That he is constantly trying to get Will Wade fired for a quote strong ass offer that has never turned into anything. Like, they searched Javante Smart. They searched his mom. They searched, like, his high school, his uncles, his entire family. Never found any money. But guess what? Rick Pitino gets let go because he was pay- he had a coach paying strippers and prostitutes to come entice recruits to come there. And then he got – and then after they got put on probation, two – or, like, two months – literally two months later, he was offering $100,000 to a recruit's parents. And yet Rick Pitino – since he's one of Dickie V's boys, he's like, oh, no, give him another chance, baby. Give he deserves a chance. second chance, baby. Yeah, Rick Pitino, he's one of the yeah. finest yeah. gentlemen in all the land. I fuck, I, I'm with you. And I didn't realize how much I hate Dickie V. It, it's not anything in, in your world that you just yeah. talked about. I just fucking can't stand him as an announcer. That, like, back-of-the-throat, high-pitched, always-yelling voice. Just annoys the shit out of me. It was and a I good stick in the eighties, and now it's twenty twenty one. Well, man. Sam, you're around you're in the eighties. I thought you were a nineties baby. How the fuck were you? I am, to but that? I'm saying that's how fucking anic- like old and uh, outdated Dickie V is. Well, do you guys remember before this season, Billis and Dickie V used to be on the same call because they used to have yep. two guys. So we're kind of blessed in there, but it's kind of spread out where it's two hours of pain instead of now you have that four because it's two separate games. Yep. Yeah, and especially if Duke UNC is going to be this bad this year, like in the last couple years really, just let Dickie V call the games. Like you don't need Billis to call those games. Save him for a primetime spot. Just let Dickie, be, Dickie V be happy like before he's retired. I put him in, not, and they put him in a home. So I'm not unconvinced that a buzzer beater with Dick Dick Vitale on the call could put him in the hospital. Well, I mean, we have the Pepto Bismol meme going around, and that just needs to die because that's just probably one of the most annoying photos out there. Oh, I Twitter. think that photo is fucking hilarious because I hate Dick Vitale. 
I just don't like it. That's fair. I need a call. Honestly, I I, I kind of need to know now. Would a Gus Johnson buzzer beater put Dick Vitale in the hospital? Seems like it'd be the perfect reaction. Like yeah. after he calls it, you just get the meme of him collapsing or him pulling up the pep, <laughs> falling into the couch, holding up the Pepto. That would probably be the best way to go. Oh, I, love I, need, it. I need Gus Johnson this March. I do too. I need a bad. Uh, 183 games this week. Rex, how many are going to have action on them? Too many to count. <laughs> <laughs> My Excel spreadsheet will tell me how I do at the end of it, but this is kind of this week and next week are the ones where you built up the bankroll so you could have fun this week. It's where it's all for. You put all your analytics and smarts into the long troll. Let's either make it a lot more fun because this is where, a la Sam, I go with a lot more of the eye tests or the dumb brain picks where I just throw stats out the door at this point. It's March. It's fun. There we go. There's almost like too much turnover for there to like, for you to just do research on all the ones you want to bet on. That's Mm -hmm. fair. Yeah. You just got to throw shit against the wall and hope it sticks. Like Illinois money line versus Ohio State. Called it last show. Good pick. Good pick. Um, Big Ben coming back to the Steelers. He restructures his contract, gets the Steelers out of uh, not out of cap hell, but it definitely does him some favors. How effective is Ben Roethlisberger going to be in his age 38 season? Not very, given how the last two have shown. What the hell is he going to do? And you see so many teams in these cap hells. It's crazy how they can restructure all these deals. And now you give them more money up front to help your team out later. But it's just another stopgap where who knows when they're finally big Ben's corpse might be there till he's like 42 at this rate, because they are giving him a chance over letting any young stud play, but they don't have many in house. I would say they don't have any young studs. Their quarterback room is Ben, Ben Roethlisberger, Mason Rudolph, Josh Dobbs and Dwayne Haskins. So Dirk Hodges is out. Nope, he's with the Rams now. I mean, what? I think uh, Adam Schefter said in his tweet, like it gives them the money they need to make moves to win or something. And the only way they're going to be able to make those moves is if they sign like a good quarterback. Yeah, and I think the only move to win is in the draft for them and it's get a, a running back. I think Najee Harris, God help me oh, if the Steelers God. get Najee. If the Steelers get Najee Harris, God help me. God but help them if they draft a running back. Why? I think it's a great move if they do. I'm anti-running backs. Yeah, Pay running backs, you don't win. No, you're not paying a running back. You're drafting a running back. That's what I'm saying. You don't go pay them. You get a guy on a rookie deal. We got Snell and Connors there. I know Connors is due for his money, but they're, try, they're letting Connors it. walk. They've already they've already kind of let it. At least let they're smart not, and not paying the running back. Agreed, agreed. That's why you go get Najee Harris in the draft. Yeah, Najee. Harris. <laughs> well, Juju supposedly wants out too. So who the hell is the corpse even going to be throwing to this upcoming season if Juju leaves? Corvette, Corvette. The Claypool, I mean. He, he had a good rookie season, but he's also surrounded by, like, two other star wide receivers. Yeah. So, we'll see what he does if he can act if – he, if he can take, like, a number one role. But I'm else. all for this. If the Steelers get their comeuppance, boy, would I love to eat it. Revenge is the best <laughs> – is a, is, a, is a dish best served cold. And 
the Steelers have been letting it cool for a while now. So I am willing to let them eat if they'd like to. It's okay. Someone else is going to win the division. Tia yeah, in Ohio. No. Friends. No, the Bengals Joey are not Burrow. winning the division. Joey Burrow, baby. Especially He's not bringing those, them back. Especially not in those ugly ass uniforms, fucking Bears alternates that got leaked today. I didn't even see those, but they that's don't look great. Good. Podcast stuff is talking about stuff that no one knows what they look like. That's great. Yeah. This, is a, this is an audio medium, but you guys don't hey, understand. They went really, with, it's just four more years until Joe Burrow's out of uh, Cincinnati. So just you're right. Them and, down. and there won't be a single division title to be had in those four years. It's not Joe Burrow's fault. I didn't say it was. I know. I'm just. I'm just putting it out there it's not his okay. fault all right <laughs> be like be like hugging joe it's gonna be me like the and goodwill hunting just like it's not your fault joe it's not your fault it's not your fault <laughs> it's, it's not, not your, your fault. fault i know i know okay I uh, arnold palmer invitational bryson DeChambeau wins it with some electric drives i mean what did we think about this thing as a whole? I didn't. I only watched highlights. I didn't watch any of the actual action. Um, I mean, how are we feeling about? It? How are we feeling about a Bryson winner? Fuck that pretentious beefcake, <laughs> dude! I hate him so much. He is such an asshole. I mean, so, the highlight, the the three seventy yard drive. That was it's it's hilarious to watch. What? I mean, it's electric to watch. It's hilarious. I'm saying it's like him just pumping himself up like he's about to do a 700 pound squat rack and just back and forth, just pumping himself up. And then once he gets clears the lake, just like fist pumping in the air. Sam, was was hilarious. Was either of those holes you carted a nine on today, 370? I'm I'm not compl- like he's a great <laughs> golfer. Like you're not hearing me. I don't like him because he's an asshole. He's always whining and crying. Oh about- yeah, he is. He is absolutely. And I'm, just- I'm that was awesome. Like if he was just the beefcake and not the pretentious part and I'm smarter than you like the scientist in him like his original brand was, if he would just drop that and be the I'm drinking 12 protein shakes. I'm mashing it 400 yards, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. Like, if he was just that, I would love him. But now, but he's got to talk down to people and make them seem stupid and whine and complain about ants making, like, burrowing tunnels That's under fair. his ball. That's but fair. Not, like, he just can't get out of his own way. So, I mean – Hitting hitting at 370 over a lake that's supposed to be a semicircle around the lake, like 500 yards, and just taking the easy way and just driving the green on a par five. It's electric. Well, my biggest thing is he never like outscored anyone that he was playing with for going across because even the dudes who were laying up ended up with the same score with him. So great that you mash it, 100% electric factory, but you got to finish it off. It's it's like when you put the ball through someone's legs in soccer or basketball, you nutmeg them. But if you miss the layup, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. And that's like whenever he was saying Augusta National was a par 67 for him and he goes out and misses the cut on Masters weekend last year. You can't be doing stuff like that. I'm with you there. I am 100 percent with you there. 
Like you can take, you can find all these new angles and shots that people aren't that no one else in the on the tour can take. But if you're not gonna, if you can't hit the hundred yard shot, what's it matter? Scott Van Pelt putt? said it. Scott Van Pelt said it today. And he's, he said everybody loves watching uh, Bryson drill the ball, but the beauty of golf. I'm paraphrasing, but the beauty of golf is. Seeing the guy that has his ball, a, Van Pelt said, the size of a strip mall behind DeChambeau end up carding the same score. That's the exactly. beauty of golf. Yeah. I'll never be here for any SVP slander. He said it much better than I could. Van Pelt's the man. He is my dream interview. I would love to just chat, just pick his brain for fucking 10 minutes. Golly. Uh, Jordan Spieth, another great weekend, but falls short with an ace on Friday, right? Saturday. Had the ace on Saturday. Um, and, man, he – he I, I like watching – the, the game of golf is better when Jordan Spieth p- plays well. Change my mind. I, I, I won't try to. But, I, I like, after that hole in one, I, I immediately went to DraftKings and put, like, a $5 bet on Jordan Spieth to win. So it clearly didn't work. So, um, but yeah, like whenever he's on and doing all these incredible hole outs from the bunker, sinking 50 foot putts, hole in ones, it's something we haven't seen in like three years. So seeing it again, he's going to win soon. He just needs to like not be me and be a mental midget. Fair. Learn Learn how to handle the pressures again. Yeah, with individual sports, it's always the best when your top five are performing like the top five and not ranked in the 20s or 30s. So Spieth getting back up there is always electric. I mean, I think Rory just might be dead at this point, but when he's good, it's electric. So anytime guys in the top five are churning, you get more eyes on golf, so they need it. I don't think Rory's won a major since 2014, and that feels absolutely wild to say. I think you're right. It's and, he's he's one of the bigger names in golf, and like I think you need the bigger names in golf to be winning in order to, like you said, get more eyes to golf. And Rory's just not. He's not, but there's enough other big names winning in that time frame, like DJ Jordan, uh, Brooks. All those guys are winning enough to keep eyes on, and that's what's so great about this generation is it's not one player like yeah. sure there's there's one player that like takes a step forward at a time and you're like oh and then people get too quick to say oh is this the next tiger no because there's not going to be another one because it's because what tiger did is inspire so many young people to become golfers like brooks kepka should be a fucking linebacker and he's playing golf and I don't blame him because he gets to go like travel to Florida and play 18 holes of golf four days in a row and gets what 200,000 a week. So, I mean, he picked a better life, but yeah, I mean, this, this generation is so stacked with different uh, top guys that I don't think it'll ever be a problem. Keeping eyeballs. I'm fair with that. I think, I think it's a good, assessment i i don't want like the people that are going to watch golf are going to continue to watch golf i want more eyes to golf though you know what i mean 
Yeah, and I mean, also, this field this weekend, the big names were Bryson and Spieth. Those were like the only – and Rory. Those were the three big names because everyone's sitting out on – or because the the Players' Championship is next week, which I'll get into on Wednesday's show as my troll toll. But everyone sits out because that's a $2 million uh, paycheck if you, if you win that tournament. Mm-hmm. So, I don't blame them. Yeah, for sure. All right, boys. It's time to pay the troll, bo- troll toll. <sighs> Rex starts up. Oh, I'm trolling myself hard on this one. Joey B told me I had to do it. So, managing editor at the breakdown on Fridays, Line Breakers FC. Trolling myself because the wheels almost fell off the track extremely hard where I had to remove myself from the stream for like 30 seconds to compose myself because your boy only had two pieces of scrapple and half a hoagie and then decided to drink some Mai Tais and some beers during the stream. And what let's just say, is, wait, whoa, 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 wait, wait, the fuck, what the fuck is scrapple? It's uh, like a, I guess a middle PA slash Philly area meat. That's not like pork roll, but it's, don't Google what's in it. You just don't want to know what's in it, but it's okay, fucking so it's, delicious. So it's, it's a hot dog bologna. It's it's the rest of the pig, um, but it's <laughs> fucking delicious. And if you grill it and cook it right, it is a delicacy. It's a top breakfast meat out there. But yeah, your boy had too many because uh, they made these good Mai Tais in a can. Had two Kona beers, was feeling myself at 430 and was feeling myself a little too hard where I had to remove myself from the stream. Composed myself, brought myself back, but yeah, wheels almost came off real hard. Add a boy, add a boy. <laughs> Sam, how about you? I'll just add a. I'm adding a third, I guess, because I I already had two, but I'll just add this one real quick. NBA All Star Game. Uh, just no mention of it. Nobody's watching. I'm sure. I'm sure some people are, but ratings cannot be good. Like putting it all, putting all the events in one night. What are we doing? Like I can't remember the last time I watched a slam dunk contest. Uh, probably Levine and uh, who was it? Gordon, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, so I, actually, that- I actually don't hate all the events in one night. I just I think the idea of having an all star game this year is just I don't know. It, like I don't know. I didn't like it at all. No. Yeah, but- and then especially when you have two dudes get ruled out before it like just think about worst case scenario and they played or if someone does test positive that played in it now they have contract tracing for like 16 different teams and now you basically have to put the week on a pause for a money grab i would say not to mention all the league stars yeah so it's just a money grab move they couldn't take the advertising dollars they couldn't get the sponsors away probably not going to turn out well for them in the long run but money always wins it seems all right, my troll toll is pro sports. Oh, sorry, you weren't done. I had, no, fault. I had two more. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Sec- I forgot you brought up the, the, the laundry list of troll tolls. Yeah, laundry list. Second one, Rex hating John Rothstein. Explain yourself. Oh, I mean, me and him. I guess since I'm on Saturdays or when the games are going on, I'm too in tuned with it. So all of his stupid quotes. He does it to sell T-shirts. Once again, money's king. He retweets guys saying it's spread or this is March. Like, you're not the first person to say this is March. You're the person that got to say this is March trending. 
But I just think his updates and his how he uses tweet decks to schedule everything, nerd grinding it out hard. I just don't not a not a Rothstein fan. Hey, West Virginia though, tougher than a weekend at the in laws. They're so dumb. It spreads. American gangster, we'll wait. Like some of them, some of them are decent. All the other ones are like pretty terrible. Like Dan Carpenter, the like the or Dan Hurley, the carpenter. Like cool, like that one just sucks. I don't know the West, the West Virginia tougher than a weekend at your in laws. That gets me every time. So like I, I see both sides of this argument. I understand like like the corniness of it. I would not say a word if it wasn't March. Like hey, just we, let we, this is this is his time. Every like eleven months out of the year, you control him. You can hate him, but just let the guy have March. Just take a break. This is a happy time. Not a time for hating. Just yeah, he's let it a go. fellow competitor. I'm trying let to get go. in that CVB world space. So if the Rex versus Rothstein beef gets me there, I'm all for it. If we ever get Rothstein on, can you call him a nerd to his face, please? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I right, won't use last... any cuss words, but I'll call him a nerd. My last one that I realized it. It had. It's been years that I could have said something about this, but it just now hit me this like past week of watching basketball all day. Score scrolls. Why are they still a thing? What on the bottom of the TV? Yes. Why are they still a thing? We have all the information at our fingertips. We have cell phones now. The idea is that you don't have to take your eyes off the screen and, and potentially miss the last second of a college basketball game that, I don't know, has two game le- game-changing game shots in the last five seconds. I don't know. I'm just drawing from personal you could experience. Just, you could just be smart. Like, I get, I, if, I'm, if I'm gambling on a game or something, I don't have to wait until that fucking game comes up on a score scroll. I get notifications sent to me about score updates. Do you get every fucking hoop sent to your phone? No, but the ones that matter... Why do I need like ESPN score scroll is getting out of hand? It almost it's outrageously large. I was I mean, about to say, I, are you issues with the real space it takes up on the TV where you could yeah, see one more yes. fans? It's because not like I'm, it's gonna get much. It's it's too much. It's not needed anymore. Why do you need to see the fourth row of seats? I don't need it, but I want it gone. I don't it's not necessary anymore. So why I'm gonna do tell I you, need I'm gonna, it? I'm gonna tell you this. If they took it away, you would miss it. I would not. Because guess what? All those flashing red score scrolls that have breaking news on it, guess what? I already got it on my fucking phone. Breaking news, I'll give you. I'll give you breaking news. Mm-hmm. That's a fair argument. But I have no I, problem. Okay. I have I'm no using problem ES- with scores. Guess what? I'm using ESPN's app. I'm going from ESPN to ESPN. They're getting the eyeballs either way to check the score. So what does it matter? Get rid of the score scroll. It's not needed I'm, anymore. I'm with Get them out of there. I'm with Tommy on this one. I I like the score scroll. It does absolutely – it doesn't do anything. It doesn't It doesn't do me. anything. I have no problem with the score scroll. I would miss the score scroll if I didn't have the score scroll. Yeah, let's stop saying that word. That word sucks. The scroll. I like that the alliteration. The ticker. The ticker. Fuck the score scroll. Fuck the ticker. Fuck the ticker. Um, that I, I should probably cut that out. <laughs> um, my troll. Are you done, Sam? Is that all twelve of them? I could probably think of some more. If you got if one, go for it. Me. I'll let you get a shot off. 
I already got I already got myself in for my shitty golf game, so we're good. <laughs> uh, my troll toll. Uh, I mentioned missing the ending of the the Memphis Houston Houston game. Um, I'm officially trolling pro sports because I think I might be out on them. I think I might have everything I need in in the college games. College baseball, mm-hmm. you will not find more emotion, more electricity. College softball might be my new favorite sport. Um, college basketball has, I mean, I don't need a huge basketball fix, but it's got some heaters. College football is amazing. Think I think I'm set. Hockey um, might hockey might be the only one. College I'm hockey. I'm holding you to that whenever NFL season comes around next year. You're not allowed to watch NFL. I didn't say I'm not allowed. First of all, hold on. You just said you had your fix with college sports. You just said you don't need pro sports. I need all the sports. I'm not hating on sports. I'll take it. In. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not siphoning off any sports. I'm just saying <laughs> That's I, what you just said, though. Yeah, you said you're writing them off. You said you didn't need the pros anymore. No Browns. No Browns. You guys can fuck off. I'm out of here. <laughs> we got them to leave. It took us nine God, episodes, but we finally it. got them. We got them hard enough. God. Damn it! Yeah, I don't. I don't. Actually, I do kind of nitpick your troll trolls from time to time. So I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll wear it. Fine, fine. I'll wear it. But I love your college baseball fandom because with ESPN Plus, I definitely have caught myself putting on a random game way more likely than an MLB game on because one, the jerseys are way oh, more electric. The jersey than that. game is heat. So if you look good and you get some good color clashes. Because especially because MLB hates color clashes, college color clashes is awesome. Dude, I, I again, it's it's one of those things where you're, if you watch more games, you're more likely to see more excitement. But I, I've I've flicked on three probably three walk offs in the last two days, like and like teams are starting to get like like just the emotion of like bat flips and uh, Virginia Tech flipping sledgehammers to guys after they hit home runs. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. College, all, college baseball is going to come in big time handy now that it's all over ESPN Plus whenever the tournament's over. Whenever you just need that sports fix at like 2 p.m. on a Tuesday, that's going to be phenomenal. I'm going to be very into college baseball. I'll just throw something on the TV. Well, that's what I was about to say, Tommy. You were throwing the Siri Del Caribe locks out there. My books definitely have college baseball out there, so we might have to get talking. And send me conglomerate. Send me some lines. I'll, I'll give you some locks. Let, let me just let me just put it this way. Anytime Kumar Rocker or Jack Leiter are pitching for Vanderbilt, throw your bank account on it. Just throw your entire bank account hey, on it. They're not going to lose. Vandy's relevant in the sport. I guess we come full circle there with that troll toll. Is can't get in the big ones, but baseball they throw heat. Dude, Vanderbilt is. If if you can find a future on Vanderbilt. Pound it. I don't care what the odds are. They're not even going to win the league, so. Sam. You know you know he's going Tiger. <laughs> Sam, I know you've sent me clips. The, the, you, the, your SEC young guns, your freshmen, your, 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 your young dudes at LSU, they're dudes. They're going to be mashing Kumar rocker balls over the fucking fence. No, they're fucking not. Yes, they are. <laughs> Is Rocker it, it Wig Pig Suey and first Woo Pig Suey? Aren't Woo they Pig first though? I've no, I don't think I don't even know if uh Vandy's played any 
Dude, just pick an SEC school. They're probably in the top ten. So. All I know is Kent State. Shout out the Golden Flashes. They went down and they beat uh, Oklahoma State yesterday. Uh, they took one out of three, but they didn't get swept by um, not Oklahoma State, Mississippi State uh, yesterday. Yeah, we Whoopie Suey's number one, Vandy's two, Miss Tapes three, and Ole Miss is four. So yeah, the SEC's just honing in on the top four, dude. Insane. Did uh Vandy play Whoopie today? Because Jack Leiter punched out ten. No, they shouldn't Bro. have played yet. That would be that would be conference play. It's not. I'm I'm yet. looking at a, a video and it's a red jersey, so I just kind of assumed, which probably stupid on my part. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. College baseball is electric, and the troll should actually. So my original, I I, I troll the original wording of the troll was trolling the country for not watching college baseball, and I so. And then you sweared off pro sports. I swear the NFL off. and Browns. Whatever, Sam. Next time you say you love the NFL, I'm just gonna say, "Oh, so you don't need LSU anymore, huh?" <laughs> you can give me that hat from the guy uh, you were having a meeting with earlier. The, uh, oh, Rob Lowe hat. Rob, the Rob Lowe hat. <laughs> I'm just coming with the NFL only. Oh, that's great. All right, another episode of the Break Rooms coming coming to the books. Really that's it. We'll see. You. I got yours. Y'all ready for this?